it definitely is. And uh, I'm not yeah. cozy in a big blanket right now. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm well, just sitting I, in my comfy off, office chair. <laughs> I got a big blanket um, on me right now. Wow, I'm very jealous. <laughs> so, um, have you been up to any new movie-related things lately? Nope, just lots of school. That's it. That's really it. Oh, uh, well, yeah. What? What was that one movie we watched together? Oh, oh yeah, uh, that was the the Legend of the Stardust Brothers. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a fun movie. Yeah, it was a really fun movie. We still, I'm still waiting for you to get the vinyl record on that. Yeah, yeah, I really need that. Definitely, it's an <laughs> awesome soundtrack. <laughs> it's yeah, up there with. Um, I I honestly feel it's up there with together with uh, Phantom of the Paradise and just the, how awesome of a soundtrack it is. The creator of that film actually got, drew a lot of inspiration from that movie, and uh, oh, oh, did he? Okay, yeah. and well, because. Um, I think uh, Rocky Horror. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you could have assumed that, but yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, like when we were both watching it, I was kind of thinking like this is very similar to Phantom of the Paradise. So I'm mm-hmm. glad I was right. <laughs> I'm kind of glad um, that it was as campy as it was. Um, and for anyone who wants oh, to yeah. check it out, definitely, it's such a great like lost to time film i think it's even like not as well known in japan even and it's oh really okay. making That's its resurgence because uh a re-release which is always the best thing for a movie you know to get oh, yeah, everybody to look at yeah. it again and it, oh, it really sure. is fun I, I i had a lot of fun with it there's so many like uh, movies can do too many twists when it just becomes boring but this movie just throws <laughs> twists at you and like even though you're not not expecting it or you're expecting something else to happen you're never expecting what happens to happen so if that made oh, any absolutely. sense absolutely <laughs> no for sure it did <laughs> and i'm 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 definitely glad we watched it together hmm. um i have a i have a follow up from the, our last episode i finally watched uh, everything everywhere all at once and uh, it was a it was an enjoyable treat. I'm really I, happy. I can definitely that. understand <laughs> the feelings people have towards that film. Um, it is a it is an experience. Um, I haven't um, like I haven't looked up your rating. What did you rate it? I I gave it the same as you for an oh, half. Great. That's good. And like I noticed, it's a film that is very hard to rate because I I noticed there is a, a small type of bias uh, with this film when you watch it because it it plays off with so many moods and feelings where if you're rating it low, you kind of feel guilty. But if you're rating it too high, you're, you're, you're like, wait, am I doing it out of a biasy or am I doing it because I liked it? Mm-hmm. And um, not, not that it's a bad thing, but, but it just uh, proved to be a bit struggling after, um, after I watched the film, but I, I, I still deem it a really good film and very glad I watched it. And uh, everything everywhere all at once will be one of those films that get, remembered uh quite fondly with nostalgia especially for a younger audience who's finding their love of cinema around the time that this film's come out so our topic today is uh since we're doing a discussion we're not doing a uh a new rating on a a newer film we're gonna be Mm. talking about sort of nostalgia memories it's not gonna be much of our opinion maybe we'll throw in a bit of opinion here and there we've got a couple topics to to cover with that but we're kind of just going to talk about uh, nostalgia in cinema in relation to each other. Yeah, that was a masterly good segue. <laughs> You're okay. the king of segues. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, like like nostalgia is nostalgia is a very interesting thing. Um, I, within films, I, I happen to, do, to I happen to have a lot of uh, nostalgic memories from. 
from certain movies if it's either either it be a like a james bond film or like films you grew up with from childhood like mm-hmm. uh, the the tim burton batman movies uh, mm-hmm. something i'm really nostalgic about and um what are some of your most uh, fond nostalgic memories well to be honest and this is one of the reasons i wanted to have this conversation is because mm-hmm. i'm probably one of the more few people out there that aren't necessarily affected by nostalgia as hard as other people um oh really i do have nostalgia for things but when it comes to media mm-hmm. not so much like i can watch something that i have a lot of nostalgia for um, oh. now and if i don't find it enjoyable in my older age nostalgia is definitely not going to save it and Okay. Oh. Um is there any reason for is there any reason for it not specifically gearing towards uh media? Well, I say I say media because like that is what we're talking about, but I mean, yeah. it's not like I have a lot of nostalgia for uh maybe certain past memories that I hold very fondly like going to mm. my family cabin. Uh that's oh, never yeah, going to change. Yeah. And if I have the chance to go to my family cabin again and enjoy it, I I don't think anything like that is going to change. Um, oh, probably not. No, but with media, it does. Like I, I have <laughs> fond memories of uh, lots of different sort of things. And I mean, for instance, I'll, I'll, um, I'll let you say one, and then there's a couple more I want to say. I'll play off of yours. But uh, all right. Well, well, I, one nostalgic film I, I have that isn't isn't particularly really good, but it's just an um, enjoyable piece of movie and that's uh, Tim Burton's Mars, Mars Attack it is um, a film I remember I watched a lot when I was a kid and thought it was a, a cool cool concept and kind of wished I got into that uh, that card game that Mars Attacks was based on yeah or it yeah, it might have been the other way around, but anyways, but... Um, no, it was yeah, definitely uh, based off the card game, or the card was, collection, I should say. It wasn't ever Oh, that came game. first, yeah. all right. It did, yeah, did come first. I mean, it's uh, I mean, back then, I didn't really consider all the cinematic elements of the film, but this is a cool mash of, like, a play on all the, um, the Space Invader films, and what, like, take all the campy parts from it and turn it into this giant uh, comedic film. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of mine is The Page Master, which is uh, nostalgic oh, right. for me because I had that on VHS. And that one, Very nice. I watch it now. Like if I if I watch it now and I haven't watched it at an older age, um, it doesn't have the same effect it had on me when I was a kid. Like when I was a kid, Ooh. It was scary. It was um, a little bit like very adventurous. You know, it, it almost felt mm-hmm. like it was. It was definitely a movie directed for kids uh, and directed at kids to make them feel like, look at the adventures you can go on from reading a book and stuff like that. And um, mm. they, the, it was really good at doing that. But th- that effect, it doesn't apply to me. So even though I could watch it and be like, oh yeah, I love this movie when I was a kid. Uh, nostalgia is not going to save me from being like, I'm mediocrely having fun with this now, you know? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, right. Yeah, I can see that. I'm watching, um, like, the thing is, I probably, if I play it now, more or less, I'm probably just going to be playing it for my kids. And yeah. even if I was playing it just for myself, it would be put on just for nostalgia. But I, I'm i not putting it on, like, right now. And I don't think I'm going to be putting it on for a couple <laughs> years yet until my kids get older because no. I don't want to scare the crap out of them. I do remember <laughs> it kind of being a little scary, so. Yeah, that, that's the movie with Macaulay Culkin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, correct. It's, like, uh, both animated and... Uh, Real life, life, like yeah. he goes. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember watching that on T 
TV once as a kid. Um, but it, but yeah, that that's interesting. Uh, interesting of you to say that because mm. there are certain films where I I do feel the same. Where where I, I kind of feel like it's the first impression is stuck with that, and like it's hard for me to watch uh, films like later on in my life where where I feel like what well, will this ruin my perception of the film oh, like, I get what you're saying. one one example is um, one unpopular example is uh, my opinions on Goodfellas um, because when I first watched it I, I loved the film um, thought it was a masterpiece but now as I'm older um, I kind of there's something there where it almost feels like did I remember it wrong uh like it, it don't get me wrong it's still a good film but it, it it's just something when you get older and you revisit stuff it it, it, it kind of sullies what your first impression was of that mm -hmm. and and like there are many films that that do that to me um and it certainly doesn't help nowadays when uh, current cinema is kind of in this nostalgic phase where they need to revisit all a lot of old 80s films or 70s films and create like a direct sequel to that mm -hmm. and it's uh and yeah i i, I it, it's a method i'm not really fond of and it, it just feels too cliche too too clicky uh mm -hmm. where where they're kind of like forcing nostalgia onto you and it's like whoa take it easy i, I just want to enjoy this yeah i get i get what you're saying with uh mm. hollywood is always gonna try to latch on to the things that they know audiences already love this is probably why mm. ghostbusters now is never gonna die the simple fact oh, yeah. that you know it's become franchised and if it could become oh, a franchise yeah based off of nostalgia then it's going to work i i swear that's probably yeah, the star only... wars too uh, yeah star wars example. has been butchered to death um avatar Trek, is going to be one of the same things even though i yeah. never liked avatar and um <laughs> lots of we could keep going with the list lots of these things like uh same with hannah Bar barbera cartoons they're Oh, the yeah, Scooby-Doo, yeah, so the Scooby-Doo new film that came out had Blue Falcon in it, as well as Captain okay. Caveman, and it leaves room, because I've seen the, the film a couple times with my kids, they watch it on the TV, Okay, and there's sort of like end credits for Wacky Racers movie, and a part of oh. me is really excited That's for exciting. that, because I, yeah, exactly, yeah. see, because I loved Wacky Racers when I was uh, uh, younger, I loved watching that show. Yeah. But it does. Really it doesn't mean that like it doesn't mean that this movie that's going to be coming out is great. Even though like I will mm -hmm. watch it and stuff like that. But if I go back yeah. and watch Wacky Racers right now, sure, I'll probably have fun because it's a it is a fun show. Yeah. Will I still have the same fun I had for back then? I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. You know that's yeah, the whole thing with the nostalgia. Yeah. I think there's this. Sure. I'm gonna jump off of uh, off the topic. Yeah. Go ahead slightly in cinema and bring it over to video games but i got in an argument with someone uh recently about um 007's goldeneye for the n64 oh, and uh, yeah you could say this with a lot of video games because i feel like it's more so worse to have this nostalgia conversation with a video game enthusiast as it is for a cinephile because um <laughs> yeah so 007 goldeneye on the n64 i'm sorry to say is a pile of crap now it's yeah. a now, let me make that clear. Now it is a pile of crap. And there mm. are people who will argue with me and argue with others like me until they're blue in the face that it's still an amazing game and that they play it any day of the week. 
But you're going to tell me that a game with <laughs> now really horrible controls, um, extremely janky and buggy game effects, and mm. you know the, the shooting is a terrible system. It's just nothing's aged well. It, it's the opposite of fine wine. It's literally turned into fucking compost. S- sour milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And... They still want to argue that it's an amazing game. This is where nostalgia is hitting in its hardest, is people oh, yeah. will not let go of that singular feeling. And that I think that's what draws me away from that sort of nostalgia, because I, I don't think I hold the nostalgia for anything like that. Um, there might be a few things where I will hold nostalgia with uh, with a light like that to a, a cer- few certain things, but I will admit when it's Great. personal. Like, oh, yeah, um, yeah. for instance, my like one of the very first films, and I would say probably the first adult-ish film that I ever watched was a anime uh, movie, and it's Metropolis, and I love it. It's it's it's, mm. it's still a great movie, and I watch it to this day. It's still great. I, I urge anyone to watch this movie because it's great. But the reason I also think it's great is because when I was a kid, I went to the video store with my mom. I saw this movie sitting on the shelf, and uh, it was anime, so I figured, well, it's for kids, right? Because I mm-hmm. obviously back then in the late or early two thousands, um, we didn't know too much about adult anime. Like there wasn't a lot out there, and there is this perfectly dubbed movie, uh, and it's rare. It was rare back then to have an anime that was dubbed like really well. But there was this movie, yeah. Metropolis, that came out, and it's not super gory or anything but it, it wasn't for kids like it was definitely rated like pg-13 I, i'd have to say and i was maybe seven and wow. i watched this movie and i fell in love with it like there everything about it is just great and i watch it nowadays and sure it's still a great movie but my nostalgia on top of that for like oh like it's so many things about the movie is just perfect for me and then to think back on those good memories it it makes it a lot better as well too there are rare oh, cases yeah. where i do have have that um but oh, i yeah, don't no, i don't a, hold that a lot that's a good example uh because um i have kind of the opposite um feeling regarding that um because like we we all remember that time when we were kids and we were sneaking uh, by watching uh, a mature themed film and uh, you know it's bad what you're doing, but you're still, oh, this is exciting. And that's how I started out with a lot of horror films or exploitation films. And I think that's why I hold such a high regard of exploitation films and gory films nowadays is because I, I viewed them first time as a kid and I thought this was really awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, But that's definitely uh, interesting. Uh, but it sure shows that Sometimes keeping a memory is better than revisiting it, re-experiencing it. Yeah, I, I I would agree. So I think it depends on the content too. If you know that the thing that you have a really strong memory, uh, or sorry, a very strong fondness for is mm-hmm. in the back of your mind, you know, like I loved this thing when I was a kid, but now that I think about it before watching it again, it's probably a pile of shit then maybe just don't watch it. Uh, That would be the best bet. I do think, however, though, that if you watch something that you have nostalgia for, um, that does like hold up really well, you know, like this is a very well-regarded film and you haven't seen it for a long time, then more than likely you you might be enriching that memory a little bit more. 
Um, oh yeah. It it just I think it depends on the the subject matter really, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, I I too can fall in like um, the sort of the video game side of things too. Like I love Banjo and Kazooie, and by no means am I going to say that's that that's a perfect game, but it's not a bad game either. Like you can still play it no, today right. and have a lot of fun fun with it. Um, there's a there's a lot of things like yeah. I feel like most of uh, Nintendo's library. Uh, like gear towards the like nostalgic of uh, like like they've all made nostalgic video games uh, like um, that's the the Nintendo format mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah for sure I I too have um, have a lot of fond video game uh, nostalgic memories like uh, for instance uh, the first Max Payne game is um, is such a wonderful nostalgic memory for me and uh, that I honestly don't mind revisiting because it still holds up really well it's uh i mean who wouldn't like a game that's uh that's a john who noirish crime thriller mm-hmm. and uh yeah i'm I, no a, i feel the same way with work i feel the same way with uh, metal gear solid i mean my oh yeah absolutely I, <clears throat> I never even beat those games by myself first i actually watched my father beat um the majority of them or play through the majority of them and Mm -hmm. uh just through that you know i have a lot of fond memories of them and they're great games still oh yeah they still hold up yeah oh definitely to, to to think that uh this game series adds a lot of like social commentary to the world about all the 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 horrors of war and uh and uh yeah, we're not specifically reviewing games, but if there's <laughs> any game that is as masterful as cinema, then it, it has to be Metal Gear Solid. I'll say this weird nostalgia thing is uh, when I believe it's the first Terminator. Sorry, it's been a while since I watched the Terminator mm. films, but my dad used to watch them a lot. And every time my dad was watching them uh, specifically in the scene where he cuts open his wrist to oh, yeah, do maintenance yeah. on himself, every time... Uh, my dad used to cover my eyes at that scene. <laughs> I could watch everything else, but just not that scene. And uh, he would cover my eyes. And now, even when I watch the movie uh, old, older, I, I cover my own eyes at the scene. Just I don't know why. <laughs> He's like conditioned me like that's a really terrible scene. I can't watch that scene. So oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's a uh, that is in in a, in a way sort of nostalgia. You know? Yeah, I guess you could say that. For sure, and well, it it could be applied with genre too. I think uh, nostalgia. It, it could, it could for sure. Like there's there is a sort of nostalgia I have towards like music in general. Like, um, yeah, I get that. Like, there's certain like, songs like, that used to play on the radio a long yeah. time ago when we were kids that I will hear, and it will definitely remind me of a certain time in my life. Mm. Um, that that is nostalgia for sure. Um, oh and yeah, definitely. When I was saying uh, uh, like a genre of uh, film, I have mm. I have a little bit of a nostalgia for kung fu films because my dad. See, oh, I can't. They're, they're fun vis- visiting. Yeah, I always say my dad because my mom honestly never really watched films, and if they did, they were uh, rom coms, which were fine. <laughs> but um, I have more so like I, I remember a lot of kung fu films be played on the TV, uh, and. I have nostalgia for that because it reminds me of that time of my life. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's a, that's a sounds like a very great memory. Mm-hmm. I also remember like a lot of times, 
uh, I'm not really sure if there's gears towards nostalgia per se, but there is moments where I just remember watching watching a, a movie on late night television. And as a kid, I, I really don't know what this movie was, but it was cool. And then later, you're revis revisiting that movie and you're, and you're realizing that, oh shit, I watched this as a kid. Uh, Christine, for example, um, other examples, but uh, it doesn't really fit our topic for today, but it, it is at least uh, sometimes it can benefit like revisiting stuff that you're not too knowledgeable, but you still have a sort of nostalgic connection to it. Um, do you do you believe that nostalgia can be achieved uh, when you're older? Like, do you think that you can yeah. gain nostalgia off of something at an older age like us? I, f I think we still can achieve that. Uh, like, like nostalgia doesn't have to mean like since you were a kid. Like, no, it does. It often does, though. That's that's my yeah, point. That, uh, I agree. Sure. I agree with you. I believe you can gain nostalgia but for you... for anything really. Like, I was thinking um, yeah. the film The Dirty Dozen. I oh, yeah, yeah. really like that film, but it will always remind me specifically of – I watched that film on satellite TV, and mm -hmm. the reason I have a nostalgic memory for it is because it was about the, around the time when I first moved into my, my own apartment. And oh. it was like one of those – I don't know. It's just something about that movie and that time of my life. They've linked together now, and I'll always uh, remember oh. that. And uh, it's good. I like. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and it's a really good film too. The Dirty Dozen is fun. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it too. It has Donald Sutherland, um, <laughs> and you all know how much of a fan I'm, I am <laughs> yeah. of Donald Sutherland. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, no, I can. I definitely believe we can still like, like Like you can still feel nostalgic for things that happened like five five years ago for instance or mm -hmm. um or like stuff that's been happening and you happen to watch a movie there and that uh, has strengthened your memory of that film um like i uh like yeah like um for instance um i remember like the first time i got high uh was when i watched hot fuzz and that that's a that's a memory i hold strongly because it was the first time i i uh visited my brother in like an outside city and this was my first time doing it and i really felt that i belonged mm. um not that i'm uh, not that I'm advertising uh drug use or anything but <laughs> but uh, but for the first time that was a fun experience and and just watching hot fuzz uh in that effect really um, really makes that movie feel special for me would you say that there's ever a time uh when nostalgia is too overplayed. Uh, and I don't specifically mean in Hollywood or anything like that, but mm. within sort of media itself, like the, the media that's being, that's playing it, like now uh, in a modern day setting. Like um, mm. I know that now getting back to Hanna-Barbera, I've seen, I haven't seen the show, so I can't comment, but there's mm -hmm. a new Cartoon Network show that's like a Hanna-Barbera world. And they're all, okay. all the Hanna-Barbera characters are kind of characters within this, the show. And now you could, I don't know, maybe the show is really good, but oh, from an outsider's perspective, that's literally just taking like, oh, well, maybe we could advertise to young kids because we'll make it, because the style's different, right? So oh, the style's right. more modern, 
but they're also trying to get an, a newer audience with um, or a, an older audience because of uh, familiarity with the characters. And I don't know if that's ruining what could be like a better show, you know, like why, like maybe the show was something before that and they just shoehorned all these characters in, you know what I mean? I mean... Yeah, absolutely. Like that it, it, that happens a lot when it's uh, it does like uh, even through video games and through films, there'll just be uh, no reason they'll just shoe in horn in a character of um, that 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 you know, even though it was mm-hmm. like it was just a totally original character, but they're like, oh no, let's let's throw in Cheech <laughs> from Cheech and Chung <laughs> for no reason. Oh yeah, oh kind of <laughs> kind of like they did with. Uh... Kind of like they did in Scooby Doo, where they always had like celebrity, celebrity guests. Well, that's uh, now that's a whole uh, that I think that's the currently running uh, Scooby Doo show is the oh yeah that's what it's called Scooby Doo Guess Who sorry that's why I was tripping over oh, the words oh right that's and right. Um, the new episodes are literally just one guest after another okay yeah. Kind of like uh, that other show, uh, Batman, Bold and the Brave. Yeah, I don't even know if that one's on anymore. I think that might I'm not sure either. Yeah, I think a decade ago or something like that. Mm -hmm. Probably probably older. But But, uh, but, nostalgia saved things as well, like... um, Oh, for sure. Like Nostal- we're not case. we're not here trying to say nostalgia's bad by any means. <laughs> no, I'm no, not, I'm not either. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. And and regarding your your um, your thought uh, on newer media uh, trying to shoehorn in nostalgia, like it, I don't feel it's inherently bad. Uh, like it, it just feels like they're trying to introduce this to a new audience. And, uh, for some cases it might actually work like, uh, would, would, uh, Marvel films, uh, be considered in, well, into this? Disney in itself is a whole different nostalgia, like conversation. Yeah. I feel like we can have a completely different, um, podcast episode for, but Marvel would be, definitely use nostalgia i wouldn't say it depends on what marvel you're talking about because there's marvel yeah uh, the movie marvel and then there's the comic book one that's right well Uh, initially i mean uh like the mcu the 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 biggest marvel uh thing uh but like i'm not overtly fond of those movies but to me, watching an MCU film is like watching a Saturday night morning cartoon. Like it's, uh, it brings back memories when I was a kid and how I watched a lot of cartoons on Sundays. And that's, that's really the feeling I get when I watch, um, watch these MCU movies in cinema. Like they don't have to be overtly good. They don't have to be masterpieces, but they're still <clears throat> enjoyment and fun. And well, that's um, what basically okay. Martin Scorsese called them too, right? He just said they're the roller coasters of cinema. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's not <laughs> like, wrong. I mean, it, it, but it doesn't have to be uh, anything either. Like, no, there always like there's always got to be uh, popcorn movies. Uh, that's yeah. just the way of life. And Disney has decided that they want to basically take the reins on giving you those popcorn movies all the time and the world has allowed them to do that. And somehow, I don't know how we're even talking about this conversation, but (laughs) I don't honestly though, to say Marvel using nostalgia, I'm not sure I would say they use nostalgia um, completely because if you think about it, there's a lot of things that Marvel tries to make you forget, like the first Hulk films, 
Like they try to make you forget oh, that. But there's things that they right, want yeah. you to remember too. Like the the original X Men films. Somehow yeah. they always tend to nod towards them. Um, that's right. Yeah. Then that's sort of like a nostalgia thing. They're like, hey, you guys I, remember I, this? You know? Um, I may. I think maybe that's because X Men was like a huge commercial success. Back yeah. Well, Marvel, exactly. Huh? So mm-hmm. with the Hulk wasn't so much so and the mov- movies aren't even that great though no another completely different topic uh the old hulk looks way better than the new hulk currently does i don't know what they did to the hulk mm. they literally went from so the old movies being like okay that's what the hulk looks like to the uh first avenger film where you're like oh man he looks pretty badass to now <laughs> it just looks like a someone's yeah. cgi barfed all over it and you're just like what the <laughs> yeah hell happened? they basically turned him into professor hulk I hate uh, I hate Professor Hulk. I've even when I used to wa- uh, read comic books like religiously, mm-hmm. I always was the comic book nerd in the shop, being like, I hate it when they make <laughs> the Hulk intelligent. And people argue with me, saying like, "Well, his adventures can get more, um, like more complicated." And I always just look at them and go like, "No, f- shut up!" Because no, that's not what you want the Hulk to be. You want the Hulk to just jump in, smash it, and jump away. That's all you want. Exactly. Yeah, that's absolutely what you want. (laughs) That's why I started reading Red Hulk, because people used to be like, uh, well, one, Red Hulk was really good at the time, but I, the guy would be like, oh, do you want to like, do you want any of the other Hulks? I'd be like, no, because this is the Red Hulk is now the original Hulk and the Hulk can't even be the original Hulk. So I don't know what to do anymore. So I'll just read Red Hulk. (laughs) I still like Red Hulk. Do you know who the Red Hulk is? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Thunderbolt Ross, right? Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I always enjoyed the fact that his great, oh, his first nemesis got <laughs> got the Hulk powers, and then became a yeah. better Hulk than him. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because he's a member of the Thunderbolts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's a that's something I uh, I've always wanted to get into. Yeah, well, like they could whole... be they could be really fun Hulk uh, comics, but you, like, I, well, obviously, I will argue that the ones that make him intelligent are just not fun. Because they're not, they're not <laughs> yeah. fun. No, I can totally get that. I haven't read too much of Hulk, but I, uh, I, I, I take your word for it. Yeah, that's kind of nostalgia. Just that whole conversation. Oh right yeah, there. just comic books in general. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I, I guess the last thing I want to say is uh, Hollywood uses nostalgia to make us feel um, excited, you know, about things. Mm. Because sometimes yeah. it can, honestly, we as a civilization have gotten cynical, especially when it comes to what people want to give us as uh, something to be mm-hmm. excited about when we've never seen it before. Honestly, right, I don't, yeah. I don't blame Hollywood for being like, "Hey, look at this thing that you've you love, so you obviously can't say you're gonna hate it." Like, I get, I get that, and I get mm-hmm. that that is where nostalgia is going to come into play, but. I also think with things like everything everywhere all at once, how at the start of the conversation, I said someone out there is going to have nostalgia for this film growing up, you know, Uh, but think about me and you growing up. We have so many things we could choose from back then to be nostalgic over. And those will always be our things because they came out when we were growing up. How many things nowadays do people have to be nostalgic over? That is totally 100% original uh, that was made in their era. I feel like the numbers compared to when we were growing up 
compared to now is a lot less. And I kind of feel sad about that. Yeah, that, that is a really good statement because I, I, I do see that as well. Um, because I, I had a, I had a similar conversation with a friend, um, uh, not too long ago about, uh, could you name, can you name a classic made in the last 20 years? Well, now we can. Well, now we can. <laughs> yeah, true. Because, but, uh, that was my argument with everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say, God, this is the title though, please. <laughs> so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but yeah, no, that's definitely an interesting thought because, um, there definitely isn't a lot of original stuff nowadays because everything is geared towards either Star Wars, Marvel, or uh, or uh, new revivals of 80s slashers or um, mm. new uh, sequels of uh, this Top Gun film that apparently everyone loved. Or uh, I've never, I've never even seen Top Gun. I've been avoiding all neither. of those conversations <laughs> like the play because I don't, I just don't yeah. care. Like I know maybe one day I'll either. watch it. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where is my sequel to uh, Killer Clowns uh, from Outer Space? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Thanks. <laughs> you mean where's my, my? Where's my sequel? That's what you're trying oh, to yeah. say. Oh <laughs> yeah, because I'm the exactly one who wants it. it. <laughs> well, but, uh, you know what? Yeah. Before we get off of this conversation, I want to say one more thing. There was. I am a huge fan of the video game uh, Skull Monkeys, uh, which also had its video game, The Neverhood. Those are very, very fondly looked over, uh, remembered games, and they're very fun still mm. to this day. I, I still tell people Skull Monkeys is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm. Um, they, the creator, Kickstarter, <laughs> <laughs> they did a Kickstarter for a uh, new, ca- uh, new game called Armacrog. Um, I believe oh. that was what it was called. And of course, I backed the crap out of that thing like as fast as I could. Um, and I played it and it was fine. Like, it, I wouldn't even say it was fine. I was just kind of like, meh, you know? Oh, was, and that's. Was it a disappointment? Or? It was. I don't know. See, that's the thing mm. with nostalgia. And then you have moments like that where you're just like, I don't know if it was me. I don't know if maybe. It had to be, you know, the right time in the right place, and then now it just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Um, I'd still love to try to maybe make it work again, but I don't. I just, I don't know. It, and I feel like there's a lot of those cases where it's just like, why didn't that work? You know? Yeah. Like it might. Yeah. Like it. Like I. I. I, I get that too. Uh, because it. It might just be that it just isn't fitting nowadays. Like it. It was great back then, but now it just feels cheap. It doesn't feel like it doesn't have the same motion as the original uh, thing had. And then you'd rather want to want to play the original rather than playing this uh, uh, attempt at a sequel. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's summed it up for yeah. what we wanted to talk about with nostalgia. Um, if we ever, you know what, there might be a part two of this, uh, but oh, yeah. I feel like we we covered a, a wide array of um, the the topic anyways. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think so too. And uh, yeah, I mean, that that's kind of what's great about these shorter episodes is we can really talk about anything, um, which gives us more room to make, like make like extended episodes. No, mm-hmm. not extended, but, but, but sequel episodes and uh uh, we could revisit a lot of lot of our topics that we've talked on. Yeah, uh, definitely. New 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 opinions. 
but uh yeah that definitely concludes our episode for today um and um um and uh, now on to our generic our on to our typical plug on the end uh you can find us on on twitter you can find us on spotify uh you can find us on anywhere they stream podcasts and uh, also uh, we still would love questions from you uh from on these episodes or um, also if you have a if you have a trailer you want us to if you have a podcast yourself and you want to trailer want us to play a trailer on our episode please feel free to send us a trailer or questions to on our gmail that's critically optimistic uh, podcast at gmail.com and uh, and uh, stay tuned for our bigger episode that comes out later this june yeah we're gonna be doing um all i could afford was 006 uh, oh that's right themed. yeah that will be fun yeah that is gonna be fun so and then after that the, the month after that we got an extremely special episode coming out that uh we're gonna be putting like 200 percent effort into we oh, okay. are really really excited for it but we can't say anything right now because we got to plan it a bit more but it's officially like happening and Janko and i are very very excited about that indeed it will be great it will be bees knees it will be awesome. <laughs> okay well we just talked about nostalgia and you said bees knees so i think it's time for us to go <laughs> yeah i think so too <laughs> all right bye everybody